Hello and welcome to the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And it's a special one today. It is the 80th birthday of the first appearance of Superman with Action Comics number one. That is kind of a big deal. You've probably heard of it. Probably the most important single issue of comics ever. Known for introducing the superhero archetype with Superman. Obviously written by Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. It's a very important comic book. Yeah, very, very important. And it's just amazing to think how long it's been around um, and that it's still going and there's still fresh stories to tell. And so this is this is where it all started. Right. And superheroes are arguably, arguably more popular than ever. You know, in movies, on TV, you can't, it's, they're everywhere right now. And it all kind of started 80 years ago from this. Obviously, there were everything takes inspiration of previous things. So you can see influences of Superman and everything. But before that, but this is the first time we're going to put this guy in a costume. He's going to be fighting crime just because he wants to do good things. Um, it's something really special. It's, it, I do have some interesting facts. Well, I think they're interesting, but I will run down them. But this wasn't, I, I'm sure a lot of you have heard that this wasn't the first time Siegel and Schuster wrote a Superman story. They had the 1933's The Reign of the Superman, which was in science fiction magazine. It's about a bald villain who gains telepathic powers and wants to take over the world. More like Lex Luthor than what Superman would come to be. Uh, but they just wrote that in the magazine and then it didn't, you know, they tried to pitch a, they came up with a more modern take on Superman that we know now. And they tried pitching it to publishers for four years before finally they had worked for National Allied Publications for a few years. And <laughs> the company needed a, they were starting this new anthology series, Action Comics number one, Action Comics with number one. And up against the deadline, they needed something to put in there. So they threw this in there and that he became the cover story because they needed a cover. And there you go. It took off. <laughs> Superman was introduced to the world. Yeah, it wasn't uh, a big grand idea that everybody loved and was clambering after. Like you said, it's just kind of thrown in at the last minute and ends up being arguably the most important superhero character of all time. Yeah, so cover date of June 38, but it was released on April 18th. That's why it's the 80th anniversary. The cover price was 10 cents, which was which was pretty cheap. I think digitally you can get it for 99 cents now. 80 years later, it's still making money. That's right. Uh, obviously known for the first appearance of Clark Kent, Superman, and Lois Lane, as long as some other bits of the Superman mythology, which we'll get into. It also did, it was, it was an anthology series, and there was a handful of other stories in there. Superman's gets the first 13 pages, but there's also the first appearance of Giovanni Zatara. A lot of people know the character who's still one of the few who's still around today from this issue. Uh, also Zatanna's father, Zatara was, is, and it also introduced Tex Thompson, Tex Thompson, Mr. America. So there was a handful of other characters, but those are the biggest ones besides, of course, Superman and Lois Lane. Yeah. And the, I think when you buy it digitally, you don't get the the rest of the comic book anthology. You just get the Superman story, but there are some, it's just kind of fun to see like what, what was around back then and what kind of passed as good entertainment. Right. Uh, there, there's <laughs> scans online you can find and everything, but the, unfortunately it only has the Superman story. I'd, I'd kind of like to see about Zatara, where'd he, where'd he yeah. come from, where'd he start from, but it's a little bit expensive to buy the original Action Comics number one. There are replicas that have been, actually have a replica. I think the 1988 version of reprint was sort of an oversized edition. Not quite as valuable yeah. as the Action Comics number one. <laughs> um, there was, there was 200,000 copies sold and it quickly sold out. 
And there's estimates online that 50 to 100 are still around, which sounds like a lot. But these were all, you know, back in World War II era, you'd read a comic and then you'd need to stay warm and then you'd burn it. Or, right. you know, people would find a lot of <laughs> a lot of old comics were thrown out and gotten rid of. And that's what makes this one so valuable because there are so few left. left. As the first individual comic to be sold for more than a million dollars, I think since then, the first appearances of Batman and Spider-Man have just crossed over a million dollars, but that's it. Um, and recently in 2014, a 9.0 graded action comics number one sold for over $3.2 million on eBay to, to show you what this is worth. Yeah, and that that one, um, the firm that graded it actually did like a full scan of it. And it's obviously it's really high quality. It's a 9.0. And so you can, that's probably one of the best places you can go look and just see what this original comic actually looked like when it came out in 1938. Right, and that's a 76-year-old comic at that time to be in near-mint condition. That's 9 out of 10. That's really good. Right. One thing that's interesting about Action Comics number 1, it's it's got a, a lot of history. And Nicolas Cage had a copy at one point that was stolen in 2000. It was eventually found in 2011 in, a, in an abandoned storage facility um, and then sold for $2.1 But Lionsgate put a, put a film into production based on that back in 2012. I haven't heard anything about it since, so I don't know that that's actually happening. But it's going to be a fictional comedy heist film about the events, like a group of comic book fans wanted to steal Nicolas Cage's copy. But I don't think anything is coming from that movie. But it's just crazy that it is big enough to almost have a movie made about this single comic. Yeah, and I would love to see that film where like Nicolas Cage plays the guy stealing the comic, and they have a different actor play Nicolas Cage. That's that's intense. Yeah. Uh, maybe Nicolas Cage can play his father, like Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. Um, either way, uh, yeah, crazy. Lots of crazy history about this. Um, I guess we can get into a review of it. So spoilers, if you haven't read this 80-year-old comic, I would say check it out. It's a quick read, but uh, we'll just run through it real quick. What do you think of the, the cover? That's the iconic cover that has been homaged in basically every new version of Superman over the years. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, the... The cover is definitely iconic and it, it, it is really cool and it, it looks very Superman and I don't know if it's like it's a, almost like a chicken and egg situation like that's iconic because it is the first appearance of Superman or it's iconic on its own like if if Superman if I were around back then would I have seen that and thought wow that looks really cool that's a guy holding a car above his head or is it just like another strong man comic where it's just some guy who's really strong. But obviously now with all the history, yes, it's very iconic and it's been redone and homaged again and again. So every time I see it, I still think it's really cool. Yeah, I think I've seen, I think it's both. I think it was an eye-catching cover at the time. And what made Superman such an instant hit is that cover and subsequent covers and storylines and everything like that. But I think that's that's bold. Like what's going on here? I, yeah. I don't know how to compare it to the other comics at the time, but it's it definitely seems unique. We also jump right in and get lots of it, it's it's always surprising me when I read comics from the 30s and 40s how much is similar to what is today how much the structure is there we've got Clark Kent working at a newspaper changes into to Superman to be a hero there's Lois Lane and it's crazy how that is there how much is there although there's a lot that's different Superman can leap he can't fly uh, we get a one page origin which I think is really interesting you know it rocketed or sent off from a a scientist to save his son. I think that's really quick and well. It's crazy. It's just that's the origin. That's all you need to know. And they even try to science it up later. Explain uh, yeah. 
how how is Superman so powerful? A scientific explanation, which makes no sense, but uh, maybe does by those standards. Yeah, and they give that that his source of strength is just because his species is millions of years more advanced, and they compare it to like, well, look at ants and bugs; they're really strong for their body size. So this can happen to creatures that look like humans as well. Right. Absolutely. And I th- in the early days, I think cr- all Kryptonians had powers like yeah. Superman. He was just the only one sent to Earth, and the rest were destroyed. But I thought that was neat. Like, oh, ants can carry hundreds of times their weight grass grasshoppers can jump really high so basically superman is just an insect right but we really jump right in and get like three action scenes of superman in just these 13 pages and they they go at you fast and quick how'd you like superman portrayed in this first issue yeah like you said it's almost like three little stories in one and the the last one kind of leaves you hanging that you gotta continue it in the next issue when you buy it again for a dime um but the first one is is kind of weird. It doesn't really feel like a normal Superman story. It almost it feels more like it would be an old school Batman story. Like he's he's trying to prove somebody's innocence on death row, and he, we still get to see a bunch of strongman stuff like breaking into the to the mayor and getting shot and all that. But the second one is is more of a what you would think of as a Superman just going to. I guess I don't even know if I would think of that as Superman. Just hearing the cry, knowing that someone's in trouble, and going to beat up the bad guy who is causing the trouble yeah it's it definitely starts in the way superman started and has it's been gone back to over the years i, th- I thought that was an interesting quote what they had at the start superman champion of the oppressed the physical marble marvel who had sworn to devote his existence to helping those in need so he's not in this first issue he's not taking on brainiac or zod or any superpower being this, he's very much fighting for social justice and trying to right the wrongs you know stop this crime stop a wife beater stop corrupt people and that's really where superman got his start yeah and it is interesting how it's evolved from that these are definitely small scale like in your city kind of problems um that he is he's dealing with and it it's also like you have to keep in mind that there's not really a lot of stuff for them to base this on they're kind of just making this up as they go yeah, absolutely. And this is stuff that has been touched on again. Obviously, fighting for the oppressed is something Superman still does to this day. And there are still stories. Um, I know I, there's a good one in the 90s where he has to deal with domestic violence. And what does he do uh, as Superman? What do you do? Do you break in there? Which he did here. He did in this issue. Yeah. Um, break in, <laughs> stops him. The guy faints. Um, uh, but I mean, what does he do? And that's, that's some of the tricky stuff that Superman to this day still has to deal with. Yeah. Of the stories we get to see, you know, Superman quickly trying to prove someone on death row is innocent. Uh, he breaks down a steel door <laughs> and has a little quip afterwards about, well, you asked me to do it. So, yeah. um, we also see him as a reporter where he goes out and, asks Lois out on a date. I really like that. He asks Lois out on a date and she's like, okay, whatever. He finally wore me down. Yeah. And then Clark Kent is sort of a pushover. He per- portrays himself as sort of a pushover. And I kind of like that, um, that he, that's why Lois doesn't like Clark instead of, you know, Lois just being mean to Clark because she likes Superman instead. Right. He, he definitely sets himself up. His alter ego of Clark Kent is definitely the dweeby weak pushover. Like you said, um, that so that's right from the beginning we get to see that it's really like the christopher reeve kind of clark kent as opposed to some of the other ones that we've seen but um 
yeah, it's like you said, it's it's really crazy going back this far and seeing some of the things that really haven't changed or that to see where those inspirations came from right from the very beginning. Right. And you see him, he's he's maybe not bumbling around or anything like that, but he, you can tell he's a bit of a pushover. Oh, just just dance with this guy who's a terrible person because I don't want to stand up to him as Claire Kent. Um, so did any of those stories jump out to you or the one where he, of course, works on the goes to Washington and deals with corrupt politicians? Yeah. Well, I, I also like just some of the it doesn't really affect the story, but just some of the old sayings and stuff that you don't see anymore. Like fight you weak livered polecat is what <laughs> <laughs> after Butch like cuts into the dance with Lois, that kind of stuff. Yeah. The going to Washington to to like deal with the corrupt politician, it kind of like comes out of nowhere and you don't really know what's going on. And then it ends abruptly. And it's it doesn't really feel super like Superman because he like takes the guy and is running along electric wires and basically like not really torturing him but threatening to kill him to get him to admit to something which doesn't seem like really classic superman when you think about it but i guess it doesn't get more classic than this right it's it's one of the ways he's changed over the years but he still will if someone is is pulling crap with him superman a lot of times will still try to intimidate and yeah and get a confession or whatever it is out of the people but yeah he was he's a little more rough and tumble he i think he enjoys beating up bad guys a little bit more back in the back in this issue than he does at other times over the years but um yeah it's it's there's a lot of good superman stuff in here from the start we get to see strength speed all that kind of stuff introduced and we get to know what he's about which is fighting for the oppressed yeah and that's that's the one theme that is throughout all these little stories too is he sees Clark Superman sees something wrong in the world and he's going to fix it. And he knows, he knows what's right. He has a very, very strong sense of what's right and wrong and he knows what's right and he's going to make it right. So that that's definitely something that has endured throughout the entire history of, of Superman. Some people call it like the boy scout nature of him, but it's really just that those really strong moral convictions. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what makes me such a fan of Superman. So it's, awesome that it was there from the start even though there's some things about this superman i don't like i like less than more modern takes and and there's some things i like might like out of this more um but really cool it's always fun to read an an older comic like this and see where a character got their start yeah so do you have any predictions for issue two we're like doing issue by issue up until 1000 right well i mean that's obviously what we should do we got to see where the cliffhanger goes (laughs) um in the to be continued section and figure out what happens but I think this is a promising start for this character. I think he might he might stay around a few years. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow.